What's up, sister girls, and welcome to another episode of the Bougie Black Girls Podcast with your favorite host, Nikki G, right here. I hope you guys are ready for another Sunday brunch. We really have missed you guys. Seriously, it's been too long. It'll never happen again. Love you much, and stay tuned. Hey, Renee. Hey, girl, what's up? Welcome back to the Bougie Black Girls Sunday brunch. I'm here. Back by popular demand. (laughs) Seriously, because they've been asking for you, sis. (laughs) They're like, who is Renee? Where is she? Like, when are we going to talk to her again? Well, I'm here. I'm back. What y'all got to say? Well, I have something to say. Well, we have something to say. We do. We did a thing. We did a thing. We have an announcement. We have an announcement for the people. Yeah. We moved in together. We are roomies. Roommates. We're best friends and roomies. All in one. We're roomies. Best roomies? Baroomies? We'll work on it. Rumesties? Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> does not <laughs> does not equate, does not translate. Very no. Well. No. Eh. Eh. Whatever. Yeah. Alright, so today we're gonna talk about the thing we did. We're gonna talk about living with friends. Mm. And also we're gonna talk about just roommates in general. Yeah. I think we've tapped on that before in conversations. But we're gonna really get into the nitty gritty today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like I like the direction this is going already. <laughs> so, all right. First of all, tell me how you like living with your bestest friend. Okay, so I like it. I mean, so far so good. Nothing has um, transpired in the weeks that we've been together that has been like, oh my god, like no. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in you see people for who they are initially. So everything's been good. Everything's been, everything's been okay. That's definitely how I feel. I feel like you can tell whether or not it's going to work with someone in the first month. Mm-hmm. In the first month, you know if this is going to be something you're okay with or if this, is, this might be a problem. Right. And if anything, anything that you deal with past that, like if you saw something in the first month, that's you trying not to see it. Right, and I think what separates us from uh, any other type of friendship uh, living arrangement is that we actually talked about it before based off of our other experiences living with other friends and trying to cohabitate the same space with another human being. I think we, we started with the contract. Yeah. We had a lot of discussion. It was more like we were getting into a business deal you know, as far as, I love you, girl, you're my friend, but this is how I conduct my life. I wonder if that was easier for us because we have already kind of conducted a business deal. Right. Based off of this podcast. So I wonder if that was like an easier process just because we know how each other works as friends. We also know how each other works as business partners. Mm -hmm. And so I had like, after that was discussed, I had no fears moving in with you. Right. Like not one. And we're both grown. We both have jobs. We both have goals. We both have scenarios in which we see our lives in the next year. And I think that time period, too, is really good. Yeah, that's that's very true. So if you had to give somebody, I don't know, let's say five points of advice, mm. what would those five points be? When deciding to move when in deciding, with a friend. When deciding to move in with a friend, yes. First point, know who that friend is. Um, you can't just assume because they are good as friends, they're going to be good as uh, cohabitants or uh, essentially partners. Yeah. 
because you live in this under the same roof. Yeah. It's almost like a prelude to being in a relationship. Yeah. So know your your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, two, keep your shit together. <laughs> keep, it, keep your shit together. Amen. Don't come anywhere knowing that you are not fully prepared to take up that other half. You're better off being by yourself if you know you do not have everything together. Or you're better off staying with your parents or trying to find something affordable where you can be in a one bedroom. Because don't nobody want to hear that the other side of the rent is not ready. Don't nobody want to hear, oh, I got you next week. Or Of course, there's other, there's strenuous circumstances. Yeah, there are circumstances where things happen. Right. And you're like, but that shouldn't be a, I got a monthly basis right. or a, every other monthly basis. Right. Make sure both of y'all got a job. I think that should be number one. Make sure both of y'all got a job. Circling back. Right. Make sure both of y'all got a job. Because <laughs> the last thing you want is somebody that's in between and you trying to help. And you thinking, oh, you know, they'll bounce back. They'll get a job in, you know, six weeks. And then here you are in month three still paying 85% of what's supposed to be 50%. Number four, um, the contract. Yeah, that's what I think I learned from this experience, the importance of a contract. Yeah. The importance of putting it out there um, immediately before mm-hmm. the lease is even signed, mm-hmm. what you require out of your roommate and what your, your roommate requires out of you. Mm-hmm. Because that um, assumption, mm-hmm. that gray area can get very sketchy very, mm-hmm. very quickly. And without a previous agreement, that's... That's what ends friendships. Right. When you come in at the beginning, at the front end, being very assertive on what you stand for and with what the other person, you understand what the other person stands for, you understand their boundaries as well as they understanding your boundaries, and y'all both looking at that piece of paper and saying, I can deal with this. We can arrange this. I can compromise that. You know, that makes a smoother transition into that partnership, into that roommate ship. Mm-hmm. And number five, girl, um, obviously, I would have to put it on the, um, oh, man, I forgot it. I know. I just had it, too. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll circle back. We'll circle back. Just let it simmer, okay? I don't want to just belt it out. We'll circle it back. (laughs) But, okay, so... Let's talk about what our contract looked like, just as an example for others. So if you are considering getting a roommate with a friend or just getting a roommate in general, Mm -hmm. um, name some of the things that we talked about for our contract. So you know me. Oh, and that's number five. Hmm. Remember that your business is your business, your friendship is your friendship. And even though that is your friend, y'all are conducting business. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important of my top know that person as a business now yes because this is a business now yes and be able to separate that from mm-hmm. the friendship like right. that's still my friend i still love this mm-hmm. person but that person has to do what they have to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and respecting that because leniency and business don't mesh they well don't go together your business another will hard lesson i so, learned assuming as the analogy being this apartment as a business mm-hmm. and me and you being so uh, not sole proprietors but in a partnership mm-hmm. This is how we want to run this business. This is how we want the dishes clean. Mm-hmm. This is how we want things to look in the common areas. I don't care what this look like, but make sure that, that this, this looks, looks like, like this. this. Right. Oh, let them know. 
Hey, Room man. <laughs> Room Esty, yes. I told you it rings. <laughs> it rings. Okay, so, yeah. So, with our contract, we did have, I know we talked about common areas. Mm-hmm. Um, we made sure to make that clear, how we expect the common area to look when the other person comes home. Um, I know that that was more something that I made very clear, mm-hmm. that, like, common areas, common spaces to keep as clean and tidy as possible. Like, okay, so I'll understand if you made breakfast real quick and left out for work. Mm-hmm. If the dishes are in the sink, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. issues there. You know what I'm saying? Like, little stuff like that. We talked about that down to the detail, you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything down to the detail. We talked about spouses down mm-hmm. to the detail. Mm-hmm. How comfortable are you with having guests? How mm-hmm. comfortable are you with someone being here that does not live here frequently? Um, we talked about... What else did we talk about? Ooh, we talked about a lot. We talked about how we would split... Grocery money, mm-hmm. yeah. We talked about how we would spit, split all the bills. We talked mm-hmm. about down the, to the toilet tissue. Down to the we toilet made sure tissue. that everything could be dotted and crossed. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the most important things that we did miss, that we did talk about, that is very important, is rent. We talked about the money. And I know in society, you know, that's your girl. Oh, she ain't gonna do this. She ain't gonna do that. Let's talk about it. How much is rent? Mm. How much? Oh, we paying gas and electric too, and that was something I'm glad we brought up because I'm not used to paying both in an apartment. But we yeah. have a gas stove and we have um, electric central air. Yeah. So those things need to be split too. So it's not just the base rent. It's a gas water heater too. Mm-hmm. So honestly, our gas bill and our electric bill can come pretty close in price. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's not. It's something that you really have to think about. Mm-hmm. So, I think rooming, the first thing that you need to talk about is the money. What's mm-hmm. your budget looking like, boo? Mm-hmm. Can you afford to live on your own? Mm-hmm. Okay, then you're you're good. You're comfortable with living with a roommate because now you're saving that money. Right. And Instead that's, a, of that's another thing we even scrimping. talked about. Like, oh, ugh, we ugh, talked about that. We talked about <laughs> We talked about that in a it. way where we were almost like deep in each other's business. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, how much money do you plan to put away mm-hmm. a month? Okay, mm-hmm. this is how much money I'm planning to put away a month. Mm-hmm. And that's something I don't think that I did my first go around, mm-hmm. but it's important because yes, you're saving that money for you, mm-hmm. and yes, I'm saving this money for me, but I know that you have money saved. So if something were to happen, we can both put in money together mm-hmm. to fix that problem right. that regards this apartment because we both should have some money saved. Right. And let's month, talk about at least by month the, three. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about all the add-ins that we've had to add in to yes. make this more accommodable yes. for both of us. Mm-hmm. A shelf, mm-hmm. a, a rug. Because yep. <laughs> you want we both want to feel comfortable living mm-hmm. here. We both want to feel like it's home. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, also, you have to compromise that, too. Mm-hmm. You even have to talk about, like, okay, well, how do you want this setup to be? Mm-hmm. Because we're not doing this, like, oh, this is my place and she moved in. This is a place that we got together. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, every place that's not my room or your room is a shared space. Right. So, the design is going to be shared. Mm-hmm. The 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 way we set up the kitchen, that has to be shared. We You have to talk about all the details. And for whatever reason... People are uncomfortable talking about details. Yeah, definitely the, the details are what makes a person un, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. It's almost taboo to discuss finances. And I don't know why that is. It's even in the workplace, sweetheart. Like, you can't be afraid to ask your, your coworker, hey, how much money are you making? Because you could be getting underpaid. And that's the same Girl. thing with getting into a roommate ship. Exactly. How much are you making? Because yeah. if you can't afford splitting half rent, we can't live together. Right. If you can afford your own rent, like, you can 
drop a thousand dollars on your own room and this is something that we're doing to save money mm -hmm. okay let's do this this is something that we can get into no one is dependent on the situation right like and the, that's what makes it mm -hmm. that's what makes it cohesive that's what makes mm -hmm. us work because no one has to be here with that smaller amount of rent so right. if something were to happen we can both go our separate ways and be okay mm -hmm. and then that will save our friendship in the long run mm -hmm. so um and even um the year we we did discuss hey yeah how long is, are we doing this this is 12 months this is one one year whatever if we need to extend it after that year we can probably table we'll that talk about we'll it, talk right? about it we'll discuss it but your mindset should be you need to find somewhere else to stay come december because right. when march hit it's a rent right <laughs> like but for real like and i i had to speak to my mother about that like you know talk to your people about that because you don't really know what life is going to hit it mm -hmm. is going to hit mm -hmm. and if you um are trying to save money and trying to get in a better place which is what we both decided we were going to do mm -hmm. try to get into a better place if i'm not there yet at the 12 month mark i can't now look at you and be like you have to save me right it's not your job so I then took that contract, went to the people that I love and trust, and mm -hmm. said, okay, this is what I'm dealing with for the next year. Mm -hmm. After that happens, we'll see where I am financially. Mm -hmm. If I can stay, then I will you know, stay. Maybe I'll take over the, the rent myself, mm -hmm. uh, or I might have to find somewhere else to go that's cheaper. Like, mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. Right. But you have to set yourself up for either outcome. Right, and those life, those life lessons could not have been made without being, and not Ooh. so... Um, desirable ideal ideal situation mm. yeah and that's like growing pains you know yeah. like it's okay that that happens it's okay that we've had those situations because mm -hmm. now we know better mm -hmm. and I'm sure that even our past roommates have learned something from it as well so mm -hmm. they're even better so it's like that's okay mm -hmm. that that happens you just right. got to know how to like become a better person throughout that process absolutely I think that that is very important yeah, uh, I think that's something that I was self-conscious about prior to moving out on my own mm -hmm. was making mistakes. I was afraid to make mistakes, and that's kind of inevitable, so... I like making mistakes. I'll tell y'all this. One time my dad asked me, he said, why don't you just do what we say and not and avoid, you know, making the same mistakes we made? All we're trying to do is tell you how to avoid these mistakes. And he asked me, which he shouldn't have, he said, do you want to make mistakes? And I said, absolutely. Everybody should And he was to. like, you want to make mistakes? Yes. Because mistakes make the experience. There's no life lesson that you have that you either was like, dang, I, I should have listened to my mom. Mm -hmm. But you did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And there are even, you even have people who have these uh, pre preset um, notions that, oh, I'm not doing this because this and this and this and this, but have never experienced it. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather be a person that is open-minded and willing to make my own assumptions than to not make the mistake, stay in this box, mm -hmm. and not ever experience it. Yeah, I think that also... The flip side to that is listening to everyone else and not allowing mm -hmm. yourself to be open and deciding your own choices and then actually regretting listening to everyone else. Mm. And the thing is, like, you have to make your choices for you because they can only give you advice based off of them and their experiences. Mm -hmm. You never know how life is going to go for you personally. So it's, it's really better. And like I said, this is everything that I've learned 
from becoming an adult and becoming a woman in my own right and experiencing life. There has been a lot of times that I've made decisions based off of the people around me and their advice mm -hmm. and regretted those decisions because like you never know how it could have worked out for me had I gone with my first mind. Right. So it's okay. I've learned that, that it's okay to make mistakes. And whether you want to make mistakes or not, like I said earlier, it is inevitable. Like, mm -hmm. even if you follow the, the, the teachings of the people before you, mm -hmm. it's a different world we live in. Mm -hmm. Every year that goes by, the world changes. Mm -hmm. Those people went through things like that 20 years ago. If, you know, if not more. Right. It's a whole new world out here. So you have to go experience the world that you live in. Mm -hmm. They experience the world that they live in. And then life itself will will grab you and say, I'm passing you by. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. We talked about roommate agreements. Yep. We talked about tips to ensure you have a great roommate. Mm-hmm. Let's now talk about how taking that form of paper mm -hmm. and making it real life. Mm -hmm. Was that a easy transition for you? Or, cause I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be honest on my part. It wasn't a hard transition, but it was a realistic transition. Like, oh, okay, this is not mine. Mm -hmm. I had to really like let that click. Like mm -hmm. this is not mine anymore. Mm -hmm. Let me like remember to get that person's opinions on things and thoughts on things. And right. yeah, that was a harder transition for me. Maybe because I spent a year living completely alone, but. Right, so. Um, I've lived alone about three, four years before moving back down to Atlanta or up to Atlanta rather. Mm -hmm. And um, I think living with my last roommate, I realized that something that I like to control is something I don't want to control. So like certain decisions, I will say I don't care. Mm -hmm. Because really and truthfully, I don't care. Like. If I invest my time and energy into something and care about something that I know is going to be temporary, I'm going to find myself always stressing about little things. Mm. So the transition has been easy because I put myself in the mindset that temporary. Mm -hmm. I do you know, the same thing. Make make it as accommodating for the other person and be as considerate as you can be because that's who I naturally am as a considerate person. Mm -hmm. I always think 10, 20, 30 steps ahead. I've actually thought up to like... December, but you know, just putting Same. into perspective. I thought up to March. <laughs> putting into perspective just the things that I need to put in place, as well as the things I need to nurture and take care of, such as the common areas and such as my bathroom, because my bathroom is actually outside of my room. So when we have guests, it's more convenient for the guests to go in my bathroom because they're not going into somebody else's private space. I don't know how, because is scandalous okay i am not she is scandalous y'all listen she is <laughs> she's scandalous y'all she don't care about things like that i do i care about my stuff being looked at <laughs> i care about my she walks around naked y'all she don't care. She ain't got no. She ain't got no type of curtains. Just walking around, sashaying naked. <laughs> I care about stuff like that. She does not care about stuff like that. And I'm like, you go, girl. You so scandalous. And she's like, I know. Thank you. <laughs> and she'll turn her little booty up, and then she go back in her room. She don't care about stuff like I care about stuff like that. So I'm 
thinking, okay, let me keep my bathroom clean so when we have guests and stuff, like a homegirl comes by, a friend comes by, they can go into my bathroom, come back to the living room, watch a movie, chill, blah, 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 blah. Maybe she don't care about that. And that's just things I think about. Yeah, that's I things that I think about. And obviously the things you don't think about or care mm-hmm. about. I don't care because I feel like your guests use your bathroom, you know? Right. So, like, I don't mind my guests walking in my room to use my bathroom. But also, when I have a roommate, I don't know why, but I'm, like, low-key a neat freak. Low-key. Not high-key. Low-key. Mm-hmm. So, like, my room stays pretty much clean. Mm-hmm. And then everywhere else, I try to keep clean. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I consider like my room to, has has to be clean too, mm-hmm. but it just 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 happens like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so when I have guests over, I don't care if they walk through my room because it's not really a mess or anything. It's not anything I'm like trying to hide. And so I don't feel any kind of way. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Go use my bathroom. That's fine. Whatever. But I feel uncomfortable actually letting my guests use your bathroom because I consider that bathroom, even though it's not in your room, I consider it to be your private space. Right. And I get it. I do. Because we've only been here, what, two weeks? I'm still not all the way together. It gives me a little anxiety to be in such a mess. But at the same time, it's like temporary, temporary, temporary. First of all, y'all, don't even let her fool y'all like that, okay? She's a whole functioning adult, okay? (laughs) She has cutting boards and professional knives and all the dishes you can think of any any dish any dish or 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 silverware or um anything you can think of it is in this apartment okay and i didn't have any of that shit none of it so i'm like what is that you have she's like oh this is my cutting board oh this is my tea box oh this is my teapot like bitch how you get that stuff? <laughs> because my kitchen consisted of one set of silverware. Literally, there was like a couple of Dollar Tree silverwares mixed in there oh, from Dollar when Tree. I first started. Dollar Tree is always the best. Is it though? Because I mean, when you're starting out, don't, don't let them fool you, okay? Don't ever get I'm too big for your I'm not saying it's not right. I'm not. If you down on your luck, you try to move in and, and work you. around. Because when I first moved or when I first moved in out by myself, I needed silverware. So you went to Dollar Tree. Me Dollar too. Tree. I got everything from Dollar Tree. She was bending in the heat. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's I got heat. forks, knives, yeah. uh, uh, steak knives, mm-hmm. uh, a spatula, all of that from Dollar Tree. Yeah. So yeah. I still have the, my point is I still have those items. You should okay? probably throw those away after like six to six months a year. Exactly. It's something. been two years and I still have them because it makes me feel like I have more silverware. It's wrong. I know. Yeah. Let it go. Okay. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so I'm looking at the the spread of items I've brought into the kitchen compared to the spread of items that she's brought into the kitchen. And I was like, oh damn, how are you such a well-functioning adult? Okay, I think we complement each other very well because she has mason jars. She like, this is like, it kind of annoyed me a little bit because she was like, I like things neat. So I have all these mason jars. Here's a mason jar. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I really don't care about like <laughs> mason jars and shit. But whatever floats your boat, like I'm with it. Whatever. I don't care. Like, however you want to put your kitchen, it's cool. And she goes, oh, and let's get a shelf. And let's get more kitchen jars. And you know what we can get? Carts. Crates. Right? Crates, right? <laughs> the things crates. So you can put so things. I've got two of them already. We need to go out and get more. We need We two need to more. get more. We just need two we more. We need to get more. Things and crates. that was like, that was my, okay. She's a fucking psychopath. That was my, that was, that was my, that was my, I was like, okay. <laughs> That's the Eureka Wala Epiphany. I was like, oh, 
Oh, she a little crazy. I'm not crazy. Because nobody, that's, that's some Caucasian stuff. Okay, but Caucasians are very organized in their kitchens. Except, well maybe because they don't have that much going on in their kitchens. They got like two seasonings. But regardless. A lot of kitchen space. And they have a lot of kitchen space. But I'm just saying like, Caucasians do shit like living out of a trailer home, you know? And they they function. So I'm like, well how do they function? They don't have boxes, they have mason jars. I actually got that from my mom. Cause my mom had a smaller pantry. So she figured out a way to make everything fit in that little tiny pantry. Right, okay, but let's circle back, as you would say, mm -hmm. and talk about how you lived alone. You didn't need mason jars because you lived alone. Okay, but listen, so mm -hmm. my mom convinced me that the mason jars keep the items inside the mason jars fresher for they longer. Don't. I said she convinced me, I didn't say she was okay. right. Okay, okay. <laughs> She convinced me. And also, when she redid her pantry and I saw it, I was like, that's so pretty. Right. And so I also did it because it looked pretty. And like I said, she convinced me that it was not only pretty, but functional. And so I bought mason jars. All right, y'all, so let's talk about it. <laughs> Shorty got mason jars, all white products. There is not a mason jar that doesn't have a white product. Different type of grains, you know, different viscosities, if you will, inside the mason jars, but they're all white. So let's talk I about I told you it. I would label them. First night we get here, she's talking about, oh, let's make pancakes. And I was like, oh, you want pancakes? And she goes- First of all, I, 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 I did not say let's first make of pancakes. All, I'm telling the story. So <laughs> it's how I want to remember it. Whatever. So I go, okay, cool. And she, saunters and tiptoes and does like a fairy tale spin like Cinderella and goes, here's a mason jar. And I'm like, oh, okay. I start stirring the pancake mix, or so she told me it was, and I said, friend, this is not pancake mix. She goes, yes it is, keep staying. Okay, it goes time to put it in the hot skillet. It's not doing what pancakes do, and that's bubble up at a slow rate. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know, I haven't used a gas stove in a while. Maybe it's too high. So I lower it, flip it over. I'm like, friend, this is just flour. This is not pancake mix. Yes, it is, it's pancake mix because I know, because it's my mason jars. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Your mason jars, your rules. She gets the box, looks at it and goes, oh, you need to add eggs and milk and oil. <laughs> so we got flapjacks. <laughs> Flat ass flapjacks. It Due was to her mason jar. It was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake. And it's a mistake that I made because I don't put milk in my pancakes. I put water and I might add an egg, but I also might not. Like I don't think about it like that. So, um, she's talking about these white folks only having the two seasonings. She don't put the right ingredients in her pancakes. And I guarantee, I guarantee you, white folks out here following the instructions because you know they like to follow the rules. They do not follow the instructions. They like to follow no, the rules. No, they don't because they I looked it up. Call the police. And black people follow the instructions, and that's how come we be having super flat pancakes. But really, you're not even supposed to mix them that much. So when I make them, I don't mix them that much, and they still come out nice and fluffy. Okay, first of all, friend. You know good and damn well you want that complete pancake mix. Aunt Jemima did not live and die <laughs> making beautiful flapjacks for us to neglect the four other ingredients to make a beautiful pancake. Fine, neither here nor there. It is. It was a mistake. Because we need to circle back. 
Okay. And talk about why we got mason jars full of shit. Because they look Incomplete. Pretty. Because they look pretty. Y'all. And I can label them, and mm. then you'll know this is pancake mix incomplete. These are grits. This is flour. This is rice. Y'all. This is sugar. Y'all. I come home one day. <laughs> She's so happy about these mason jars. <laughs> I come home one day. I love my mason jars. I'm like, oh, this needs flour. I think I was making pepper steak. She does the Cinderella twirl again. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but like as soon as she's ready to get a mason jar, there's a blue dress on her <laughs> and a tiara. And she's got a, a, a straw broom and she's spinning around with a fucking bird on her shoulder. Picks up the mason jar and goes, I put your flower in here. And I was like, oh, okay, that's dope. Like, okay, whatever. Like, whatever. I was being nice. I was storing your flower. So, if any of the listeners out there know of any Mason Jar Anonymous groups, <laughs> I think we got one that's in too deep. Okay? Mason Jars are not to be the soul of the earth, okay? They're not the answer to everything, and I want you out there to know that. But are they, though? Because I feel like they kind of are. Like, are they, though? I can make instant oatmeal in them, or overnight oats in them. Mm-hmm. I can put juice in them. I can store um, grains in them. I can... What else? I just... I can do a lot, you know? You can... They're reusable. You just wash them. They're dishwasher safe. Like, they're kind of amazing. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get off this subject, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about your birthday, right? I have a birthday tomorrow. You do. Um. By the time this comes out, y'all, I will be twenty five. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. So tell the people what you did for your bestie for her birthday. All right. So if y'all don't know this, I mean, I'm kind of like. Your top, your fave. Your fave could never, first of all, okay? <laughs> I am, when it's somebody's birthday, I go all out for them. So I was trying to surprise her, but she was dragging her feet to get her dress for her because she wanted to go out. I was like, all right, cool. You want to go to a bar? Cool. She talking about the dress, da 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 I'm going to get a dress, I'm going to get a dress. I'm like, okay, I want to surprise her by buying the dress for her. But every time I ask her about the damn dress, she ain't gone to get a dress. So I'm like, okay, whatever, cool. <laughs> she texts me going back and forth about how, uh, I, I really don't need a dress. It's okay. I got a whole bunch of clothes that I, I never wear. I was trying to be fiscally <laughs> responsible. Okay. Shorty got the bag over here. Okay. Renee Rose has the bag. It's secured. Okay. I don't offer money unless I have it. Okay. <laughs> I'm racked up. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. She done told me 14 times that she really don't want this dress. I was like, all right, cool. So I'm looking online. I'm like, yo, Travis Scott is here on her birthday. It's lit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been practicing on my yas all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're ready. So I text her real quick just to confirm because you know, you never know who people like. And she goes, yeah, sure. Can we still go to some no, bar? I, and I, was I like, said, okay. yeah, what time do you think the concert will be over? But in my mind, y'all, dead ass, I saw the text and I was like, oh, I'm in there like swimwear. Like, I fucking love Travis Scott. But in my mind, I knew I already told a lot of people <laughs> that I was going to the bar. So. Right. I mean, and look, here's the thing. Here's, here's what happened, right? So 
Before I text her and ask her if she wanted to see Travis Scott, I had already bought the tickets. So <laughs> we were already gonna go. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. We're all gonna go because that's super dope. A super dope concert on your birthday. Travis Scott gets to sing to you. Real life though, whether you told me it ended at 9.30 or fucking one in the morning, I was gonna go. I was just gonna tell everybody else that, hey bro, we ain't ain't going to the lounge no more. (laughs) My bad. My bestie got me Travis Scott tickets, so (laughs) you understand. I mean, your faith could never. Exactly. Your faith could never. So I'm taking my best friend and my roommate, my boo bestie. Boo bestie. Sounds like like a new IUD pill that they would bring out. But anyway, we're going to the Travis Scott concert. Are you excited? Excited is not the word, okay? Okay. Elated. Okay. Um, overjoyed. Overjoyed, I like that. Um, ecstatic. I love it. Those are more, I mean, I've been wanting to see Travis Scott in concert for way too long, okay? And I just need him to do one thing. Uh Uh-huh. Just one thing. Uh I just need him to stage dive. Uh Uh-huh. So that I can catch him in my arms. Uh Uh-huh. And gradually push him to the next person. <laughs> right, right, right. That's all I want in life. Because right, folks get heavy on that, on that, on that stage. Audition. Yeah, not not long, not yeah. long. I ain't gonna hold him for a long time. Just, yeah. you yeah. know, push him to the next person. Yeah. And and my whole, all my dreams will have come true. Because that's all I ever. I just he's such an amazing black rock star. Yes. And I love black rock stars. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I feel him on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And now I get to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't know, girl. You just don't understand. Yes. You don't understand. I figured this would be a really good birthday present. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal birthday present. Yeah. Fuck the rest of the birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> like, 25 has to go out with a bang. People are like, oh, I'm going to buy you a dance and just chill. Fuck that dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm seeing Travis Scott on my birthday, okay? Yeah. I'm excited now. I wasn't even excited about my 25 anymore. And then you text me that, and I was like, she's alive. Okay. <laughs> 25. I tell y'all, every once in a while she gets really excited, and she turns into, like, the black Cinderella. Brandy Cinderella. I did do that just now, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Mm. She breaks out in song every once in a while. I do break out in song. And, like, one minute you see her, she's naked, and then the next minute, like, she's wearing a dress. It's, it's, the, weirdest, <laughs> it's the weirdest duality that's going on here. Because I'm such a prude, you know? I go to sleep by 10, you know? And she's, like, up. And I, I was up on my first night till 4 o'clock in the morning. And I think you went to sleep at, like, 11.30 midnight. I mean, I went like to that. bed, but I didn't go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you was no longer awake at 4 o'clock in the morning. No, 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 no. I was ready to go to bed. I was up. Mm-hmm. And even when it was time to go to sleep, I was like, I guess I can stop now. Yeah. <laughs> and I laid down. But a bitch was up. Yeah, that's just that's just a little bit of the crazy that I'm dealing with now, y'all. I'm sorry. It's just crazy. It's a little crazy. We did a thing. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> so that's what we got for y'all for the roommate. What's the word I'm looking for? The roommate tea. Tea. The yeah. roommate tea. And and I mean, if you guys want to wish me a happy 25, by all means, okay? Yeah, definitely. You can follow me at the underscore bougie black girls on Insta and bougie black girls on Facebook. And uh, yeah, let me know what you guys want to talk about on the next episode. Two weeks, count them two weeks 
from now, from today. Can't wait to see you guys on the next Sunday brunch. Love you. Bye.